The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Welcome to Learn About Law. My name is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you find this video and podcast helpful. If you need some help, please feel free to call us at 515-207-2006. We offer free consultations in many areas of law, and we have several geographic locations for your convenience. We serve all of Iowa. We're also happy to meet with you and provide most legal services virtually without requiring you to leave your home. Enjoy the video. Hello, I'm Gene Nassif, an attorney at O'Flaherty Law. My practice areas include business transactional matters, landlord-tenant, as well as some family law cases. Now, today we're going to talk about what is the Section 8 program as it applies to landlords and tenants. Lower income individuals, the elderly, and disabled people may apply for the U.S. government's Housing Choice Voucher Program, commonly referred to as Section 8. Under this program, part participants can find their own housing, which will be subsidized by the federal government. Now, how does Section 8 work? The federal government, through the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development, provides funding to local agencies called the Public Housing Agencies. The PHAs, for short, administer the housing choice vouchers within their area. How are landlords paid under Section 8? Landlords may agree to let an individual or family pay rent through the PHA under Section 8. The housing subsidy is then paid directly to the landlord by the PHA on behalf of the participating family. If there is a difference between the actual rent charged and the amount subsidized, the tenant will be responsible for paying it. After the landlord and tenant agree to the lease terms, the PHA inspects the dwelling to determine if the unit is acceptably healthy and safe and the rent amount is reasonable. The landlord may later modify the terms of the lease after approval from the PHA and provide proper notice to the tenant. Now, what are the basic rights and responsibilities of parties under Section 8? Once the PHA approves the housing unit, the tenant and landlord will sign a lease and the landlord and PHA sign a housing assistance payment contract that runs for the same term of the lease. The obligations include for tenants to be responsible for complying with the lease and the program requirements. The landlords must provide safe and sanitary housing at a reasonable rent and maintain the unit to the quality standards of the PHA. And the PHA will provide the family with housing assistance and it enters into the contract with the landlord to provide the housing assistant payments on behalf of the family. A person seeking to receive a Section 8 housing voucher will apply directly to the PHA. The PHA determines eligibility based on the family's gross income and family size. The family must also be U.S. citizens or eligible non-citizens. The PHA will contact the family and most likely they will be placed on a waiting list to be contacted later. A local PHA may close applications if the volume is too high, giving preference to individuals that are homeless, displaced, or paying more than half of its income on rent. The program is des designed to let families move without losing assistance. However, the family must notify the PHA ahead of time, terminate its existing lease, 
and find, and find acceptable alternative housing. If a family's income rises suddenly after being unemployed, will the people lose their vouchers? Section 8 recipients have protections if they receive new income but were previously unemployed and qualified. The protections are called disallowance. This disallowance temporar temporarily excludes the family's new income. In the 12 months after the date the disqualified family receives an increase in income, the PHA excludes the family's annual income if any increase over the baseline income. After this period, the PHA excludes 50% of the increase in income over the baseline for an additional 12 months. At most, the families that are now disqualified would have two years total to potentially find new housing. Now, what is the HUD Handbook? The HUD Handbook, the HUD Occupancy Handbook, Directive 4350.3, reinstates and expands upon the statutes and regulations which describes HUD's programs, including Section 8. While it's not the law, courts, including Iowa courts, often do refer to it when deciding on cases. The HUD Handbook has extensive information about the Section 8 programming. Now, on what grounds may a landlord evict somebody under Section 8? Landlords wishing to evict tenants on Section 8 must follow certain procedures. The landlord must comply with provisions of the um, CFR. The landlord may not terminate tenancy under a subsidized project except for non-compliance with the rental agreement, material failure to carry out obligations under the State Landlord-Tenant Act, criminal activity by a person relating to drugs or alcohol abuse, or another good cause. Now, an, uh, an other good cause involves the tenant, um, or involves something that constitutes a good basis for termination of an occupancy. The notice must be first served to the tenant. Criminal activity is a good cause for termination as required, except for certain instances uh, where the criminal activity is directed at victims of domestic violence. Now, can Section 8 tenants be evicted for non-payment of rent? If a tenant does not pay rent, a landlord may or may not be able to evict them. It is material non-compliance if the tenant fails to pay rent beyond the grace period offered under Iowa law. However, if the tenant fails to pay rent by the due date it does, and does not pay within the grace period, this is only minor non-compliance. The notice must state the amount of rent due on the rent account and the date of the computation. Now, what must the landlord's termination notice uh, cover? The following must be in the landlord's termination notice according to the CFR. One, the decision to terminate the tenancy must be in writing. Two, states that the tenancy is terminated on a specific date. Three, states the reasons for the landlord's action with enough specificity as to enable the tenant to prepare a defense and finally be properly served upon the tenant. 
This notice must be served by sending a letter by, uh, via first-class mail to the tenant and serving a copy of the notice to any adult person answering the door of the leased dwelling unit, or if one isn't available, under the door. When the termination is for good cause, the termination date is the end of the term, and in accordance with the rental agreement, but not less than 30 days after the tenant receives notice. When the termination is based on material noncompliance or failure to carry out obligations under, state, under a state landlord-tenant act, the time frame, or sorry, the time it would, uh, would be in accord with the rental agreement and state law. A tenant may rely on state or local government eviction procedures, which are greater than those under the CFR. Finally, what is the HUD handbook requirement for notice of 10 days to discuss termination of tenancy with the owner? When a landlord terminates tenancy, the tenant has 10 days in which to discuss termination of tenancy with the landlord. The landlord must give the tenant notice of this right. Tenants with disabilities also must be given notice of the right to request reasonable accommodations to participate in the hearing process. This 10-day notice is not required in cases which involve criminal activity of a tenant. As always, if you have any additional questions, feel free to reach out to our firm. Thank you very much and have a nice day. Hello again, this is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you enjoyed this video and podcast. If you did, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to our channel. If you need legal help in this or any other area of law, please do not hesitate to reach out and schedule a consultation. Most consultations are free and all can be conducted remotely if you'd like. Please email us, book online, or call us at 515-207-2006. We have many locations for your convenience. We serve all of Iowa. Thank you again for watching.